What is going on everyone? Anthony Drew Gary here, host of The How To Show, where we talk about optimizing life, money, and happiness one how-to at a time. In last week's video that talked about how to put a monthly budget together, if you've not seen that video, you can check the link above. I briefly mentioned that if you have debt, it makes sense to put that into your budget somewhere between your non-negotiables, such as your shelter, your electricity, and your food, and your wants, such as subscriptions and other things like that. And this week we're going to talk about how to pay off debt and two of the most popular ways to get that done. If you have debt, I think it's prudent to try to pay it off as quickly as you can if the debt is not working for you. Now what do I mean by that? Let's look at buying a house for example. You borrow tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to put down on a mortgage loan, but in exchange you also get a place to live, you might get to deduct the mortgage interest on your taxes, the house might go up in value, and little by little you pay off that loan month by month. Uh, basically all the same reasons that I talked favorably about real estate in my How to Choose Your Why video. Uh, I'll click the link uh, up above for that. Uh, but this reminds me, I want to do a full video on mortgage amortization and how that works soon because it's important stuff and I think everybody should know it. So that's the type of debt that's working for you and a house mortgage is the most popular or most common one that I'm aware of. Now let's talk about debt that's not working for you. These are debts with interest where the longer you keep these debts, the more interest you pay and you really don't get any extra value out of keeping that kind of debt around. Let's start with credit cards. If you go and you spend $500 on a credit card this January, next month in February the credit card company is probably going to tell you that you only need to pay a minimum payment of around $20 or so. And if you make only that minimum payment, it will probably take you about four years to pay it off and you'll pay an extra $186 in interest. So 500 just became 686. Maybe it helps to think of a credit card not as a good or a bad thing, but as a tool. So if you think of a credit card like a chainsaw, for example, it can do a lot of useful things for you, but it can also hurt you if you're not careful. And so that's a good way to think about it. I will dive deeper into credit cards in an upcoming video and talk about all the things I know and, and the ways that credit cards can be beneficial. But for the purposes of this video and making sure debt is being paid down, it's important to pay your credit cards off on time every month so that you're not paying that high credit card interest. Student loans also fall into the debt category of working against you. Now if you've seen my How to Pay for College series, uh, I'll link to that above as well, you'll know that it's important to me and I think it should be important to you as well to try to make sure that your student loan debt is as low as it can be. Your student loan debt doesn't have to live in your house for the next 10 or 20 years like it's a member of your family. The quicker you pay those off is the quicker that you can direct that money towards something more exciting, more beneficial, or more useful to you in your life. Along those same lines, car loans can count here as well. If you have a car loan, you're probably paying interest on it each month, and each month that you have a car payment, the total amount of interest that you pay goes up, and generally speaking, the total value of the car is going down at the same time. And now that I've laid out all of these ideas why it's really important to pay off consumer debt, let's talk about strategies to help pay these off. First and foremost, knowledge is power here. 
it makes sense to know all of the different debts that you have. And the best way that I know how to do this is to pull your credit bureau reports. There are three of these reports. It's Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax. I'll type all this in the show notes. And if you search annual credit report online, you're able to access all of these reports for free one time per year. Now, I recommend pulling one of these reports every four months so that you can continue to have data more frequently than every year, but you still don't have to pay for them. So you get one every four months. These reports will vary in length, but they should give you an accurate picture of all of the different credit account types that you have that are active. And they should also show your payment history within the most recent few months. Once you have access to these reports, make a table with all of your debts and put them into three different columns. The name of the debt, how much you owe, and what the interest rate is. Now you may have to do some digging to find the interest rate, but again, knowledge is power and it's worth finding out. Now for some reason, let's say you're running through your credit reports and you find something on there that you believe is incorrect or maybe even fraudulent. Each reporting company has some level of customer service channel to work with you on this. Uh, you don't want to be paying off fraudulent debts, so make sure that everything that you're seeing on your report is accurate before you go any further. Once you have all of your debts listed off, it's time to create a game plan to pay them off. There are two main strategies here, the debt snowball and the debt avalanche. If anyone watching this video has heard of Dave Ramsey, he preaches the debt snowball as gospel. In this concept, you'll list out your debts smallest to largest, and you'll make minimum payments on all your debts so that you can avoid collections, and you'll use any extra money that you have to pay toward the smallest debt until that smallest debt is paid off. Then you'll repeat the process, applying extra money toward the next smallest debt, and on and on and on until all your debts are paid off. Now, this isn't mathematically the fastest way to eliminate your debt, but the common explanation is that personal finance is as much or more psychological than it is mathematical, and the satisfaction of incrementally removing debts from your plate faster will keep motivation and morale high. This option is probably best for someone who needs outside encouragement or something visible to keep them going. The debt avalanche, on the other hand, still requires listing out all of your debts, but this time you focus on the interest rate of the debt. Again, you're still gonna make the monthly payments on all of your debts to avoid collection, but this time take any extra money and apply it toward the debt with the highest interest rate. Reducing the amount of total interest is the most mathematical way to eliminate the debt efficiently, but if your biggest debt is also the debt with the highest interest rate, it could take months or even years to see progress being made or that first debt being paid off. So this option is probably best for someone who's good at self-encouragement and can play the long game to make sure they stay motivated. After looking at both options, it's more evident than ever that personal finance is personal. So what's right for one person might not be right for the other. And after laying all that out, I feel like there's an obvious viewer response question that I wanna tackle right away. And so to avoid people giving me hard time, if someone asks, I don't have any extra money, what do I do to pay down those extra debts? Well, this show is all about life optimization and we can use principles from the financial independence community to find at least one answer. So I'm gonna borrow some advice here that I learned from the guys over at ChooseFI 
and that is to find things in your budget that you enjoy and spend lavishly on them. And then things you don't enjoy, cut them ruthlessly. So this is all about manipulating your budget back to the last video and making sure that what's important to you stays and what's not important to you can, can go. Every dollar that you find in your budget to attack debt is one dollar closer to you not having to use your money on debt payments anymore. I'll continue to talk about side hustles in future episodes of the show, but attacking debt can be done both on the earning more side and the spending less side, so you'll need to find a mixture that works best for you to take on your debt and charge it with a vengeance. When I graduated from college, I had student loan debt. Uh, thankfully, I didn't have any credit cards at the time, but I did have some savings goals as well. So this is the same type of, of practice the, that I did at the time. It was trying to keep my expenses as low as possible while still holding on to the things that were most important to me and paying off those debts as quickly as I could. This brings this episode to a close. I hope you learned something valuable and there were some actionable tips that you could take away. And if you did, please leave me a comment and let me know your thoughts. If you haven't smashed that like button again, you know it's not too late to do it, so go ahead and do that now. And be sure to subscribe to the channel so that you can be the first to know about new content coming up, and you can hit the notifications so that every Wednesday you can see the new video. If you have an idea or a topic for the how-to show, or maybe even a guest that you think would be a good fit to join me, please be sure to leave a comment and reach out to me. I love reading those, and I love responding to them too. Until next time, this is Anthony Drew Gary, host of The How-To Show, signing off.